Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, well guys, I'm officially going to, I'm actually driving right now to my other home. Um, I have the trailer behind me with the welder generator because I have a welding project I want to do at my other house. Um, and I have my deep freeze um, and a bunch of coolers in the back of my truck um, loaded up with all the food um, from my home. Um, so kind of recap, um, I'm going to be staying at my other home um, for a couple of weeks until the new um, off-grid system arrives. Um, so I'm, you know, taking my journey right now. Um, on the other hand, uh, I went ahead and um, fed the biogas bio digester for the first time. I actually put in um, 15 gallons of food. Um, the reason I put that much in was because obviously I'm not going to be around and it's about that time where I can actually start putting food waste into it finally. So um, since I won't be at my off-grid home where the biogas digester is located, uh, you know, I went ahead and just put that food in because some of the food that I had in these airtight buckets, you know, it was getting full. And I still have one, two, three, four, I have four more five-gallon buckets of food waste. No, I actually have... Oh, it's okay, yes. So I have four more five-gallon buckets of food waste. And in my deep freeze, I actually have two big bags, like really big bags of food waste that I froze um, because obviously I was waiting for me to be able to put it into the biogas digester. Now, um, <laughs> so in order to, you know, limit some of that food from really getting spoiled and bad and start, you know, growing mold, I, what I did was I dumped the older food into the biogas digester already to allow it to start breaking down and stuff. Now, technically, I've, I should have only put one five-gallon bucket in there, but I put 15 gallons, right? So that's three five-gallon buckets. Um, but that's okay. Uh, it, it, it'll do its thing because technically the maximum daily um, amount of food waste that I can throw into the biogas digester technically is five gallons a day. Um, but like I said, I had food that was sitting for a while in these buckets and it was full to the top, you know, and the airtight lids work, work really good to prolong the time period of the food breaking down and actually starting to sour or anything because there's no oxygen, um, in the bucket because obviously I'm filling it up and putting the airtight lids. The only time oxygen is going in and out is for a very short period of time when I'm actually opening the lid and throwing food in. And then obviously once the bucket gets full to the top, there's barely any room for, um, you know, oxygen to exist. Um, so when I, when I cap it, it's the food's able to last pretty long in there. So the food that I have in the other four or five gallon buckets um, is going to be perfectly fine, you know, easily um, until it's time for me to put some more in. So the first thing I'm going to do is once I get back to the off-grid home and I start installing the new system... I'm going to go ahead and start dumping in um, a five-gallon bucket of food waste per day um, because I do have a lot of food waste that's accumulating that I've been saving. And so it's about time that I can start finally putting it into the biogas digester. So, yeah. Um, so to kind of give you guys an, an idea of the ratio of food waste, um, you're pr pretty much going to go one-to-one, -one, essentially. So, you know, if you're putting in, you know, give or take... Uh, you know, five gallons of food, uh, I'm going to put five gallons of water in. You see what I'm saying? So it's half, you know, it's one, one. If I only put in a gallon of food, I'm only putting in a gallon of water. So, um, yeah, 
Um, that's what I did. So when I come back in about two weeks or so, um, it's going to be interesting to see um, how much gas we produced um, and go from there because technically today is the first day of actually putting food waste in. Um, so, you know, and even here's a scenario. Let's say I get back and um, all the food waste I put in there, it didn't generate any gas. That's okay. The food is still in there. Um, so what, what that means is if it didn't produce any more gas, uh, any gas at all, all I have to do is add a little bit more manure into the system um, to really kickstart it, you know, because we've basically been waiting for the activation period now. And it's been 24 days since I, um, you know, put the manure into the biogas digester. So, um, but then again, too, we've had really bad weather and the temperatures have been really... Uh, you know, really cold outside. So the biogas digester has been, um, you know, taking its time um, activating, you know. Um, but then again, too, like I said, um, that's the one thing about a biogas digester. No matter what happens, you can get it back started. So the food that I throw in today, it won't go to waste. It's still in there. It's still going to get broken down and turn into energy. Um, but like I said, if I get back to the off-grid home and I notice there's no gas production um, yet, then all I got to do is add a little bit more manure. Uh, and then it'll kick off and start doing its thing. Uh, so it, the, the biogas digester is very forgiving um, when it comes to things like this. And here's another example. Let's say that I didn't have any food waste to put into the biogas digester at all for, you know, two, three weeks or whatever. It's okay. The, the microorganisms, the bacteria and everything will sit in there and just wait for food waste to be put into it. It, they'll kind of go into a dormant stage. They'll kind of, um, instead of feeding so much on the food, um, what they'll do is um, they'll kind of go into a dormant stage and um, just kind of kick back until there's more food waste to be dumped in. And then when you add more food waste, they'll get more active again and start getting more and more active. And then they'll start going ahead and start consuming more and more of that food waste. So yeah, the biogas digester is very, very forgiving. Um, it just takes a, um, some time to get it started and activate it. Because once you get it activated, you're rocking and rolling. You can pretty much, you know, do whatever you want within reason, you know. So, and that's another thing too. That's another reason why I went with a big biogas digester. Because then I can actually dump in a lot of food waste. You know, not just, you know, a couple of ounces. I can dump in five gallons a day if I want to, you know. And obviously I don't produce five gallons a day of food waste. And if I do, then obviously I'm wasting way too much food, right? Um, so obviously I've been accumulating a lot of this food waste over the last, what, 24 days, 25 days or so. Or no, maybe even before that. So for the last month, yeah, for the last month I've been accumulating all the food waste. And um, I have another family that's been throw giving me all their old food waste. Um, they'll actually, A lot of times they'll empty their refrigerator and give me big bags of food that are just you know no good and it's not you know consumable anymore uh, so I'll take that and just throw it in my deep freeze to freeze it um, that way when it's time for me to actually uh, you know start throwing food into the biogas digester I have a surplus of food and so that's kind of what happened today right I already had you know um, three five gallon buckets that really needed to go into the biogas digester already so that's what I did uh, and yeah it went in perfectly fine um, it's got a little plunger that I can plunge, you know, all the food down to into the biogas digester itself, uh, and then I rinsed everything down with water, um, and then obviously, for how the, the same amount of volume that you put into the biogas digester is um, roughly the same amount of volume that's going to come out of the biogas digester. It's a pass-through system, right? 
Um, so the fertilizer that came out, I went ahead and just um, threw it all on my grass where I'm going to be making the um, the garden. Um, so there's some places where it's just dirt and no grass. So I went ahead and poured all that fertilizer all in that area um, to help better the, the grass in that area. So yes, it was um, displacing um, roughly about the same amount that I was putting in. So now the microorganisms can start munching and eating and consuming and breaking down all that food waste and start turning it into some usable energy. Yes, super, super excited. So anyway, guys, um, I have an hour. No, I have a, let's see. I probably have an hour and 45 minute drive one way um, to my other home at least. Um, so yeah, I'm just watching my trailer and just taking my long drive. I'm currently driving um, by myself. I don't have anybody with me, so I figured perfect time to um, catch up on the podcast, considering that today is the first day of putting um, food waste into it. So I'm super excited because when I come, it's, it's like I'm excited about a couple of things, right? When I come back to my off-grid home, I'm excited about the biogas digester because I already started putting food in. Um, and then obviously I can put more um, food waste when I get there, when I come back. But not only that, my new solar system, my new off-grid solar system is going to be um, here. So I'm going to have some nice little projects to be excited about. So I'm really, really excited. Um, considering that I am going to uh, my other home, which is in a completely different location, um, I'm going to go ahead and start buying some of some things that I need for um, some other little projects I have going on. Um, I figured go ahead and buy it now before the... Um, you know, materials start going up through the roof because right around May 1st, May 2nd, you're going to start seeing um, an increase in um, the uh, material costs, regardless if that's, you know, um, drywall, plywood, um, and miscellaneous materials itself. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm checking my tire pressure while I'm driving because I feel, I feel like I'm... Let me check. That's the nice thing about these, um, you know, newer type of cars and stuff. Uh, they have the tire pressure monitors. A lot of them have them now. Uh, let's see what my tire pressure is. Sorry, guys. There's so many menus on this truck. I don't know. I just feel a little bit weird when I'm driving it right now. So I just want to check my... Um... Well, no. My tire pressure is good. I, I, I run um, 65 PSI in the rears. And then I run um, about 60 um, PSI in the fronts. And what that does is, uh, you know, depending on the load that you're carrying, um, like these tires, it depends on the tire too. The tire, depending on how much ply it has, will determine, you know, quite a bit on how much you can, how much air you can put in. Believe it or not, the stock air pressure um, from the factory in these tires is 90 PSI. I can't believe that. 90 PSI stock from the factory. That's crazy. And it's a really rough ride because the um, tires are so stiff, you know, because they're so full of pressure. Um, so, yeah, I went ahead and um, I usually just run 65 or 60 PSI in my tires. But, yeah, it looks like we're good to go. So, is my trailer tires okay? Yeah, my trailer tires are okay. I checked them before I left, too. So yeah, guys, um, stay tuned. I'll update you guys as I have more information and things come along. Um, it's funny. I just left off grid home, and I'm I'm excited to, 
to come back already. <laughs> uh, but I have at least two weeks uh, that I'm in a holding pattern, essentially. So um, I'll go ahead and accomplish some other projects I have um, on the back burner, um, considering the situation we're in right now. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Keep your head up. You know, always push forward, guys. Keep moving. I'm a, vi- I'm a very active person. You know, I'm always doing something. The way I, I look at it is like I tell tell people I know is like you only live once, man. You know, you only live once. You know, and for me, I want to do as much as I can and accomplish as much as I can before I'm not around anymore. You know, so you know, take every day as your last day. You know, and I and I try to live my life to the fullest as much as I can. You know, that doesn't mean I don't have ups and downs. I absolutely do, like everyone else. But we gotta you know try to live life to its fullest. So. Anyway, guys, enjoy the rest of your day or evening or morning, and I'll see you guys on the next one.